0: Hi, I'm Tanil. And I'm Kelsey, and we're financial advisors from Allman Partners True Wealth, bringing you thought provoking conversations around you, your money, and your life on the Wealth Experience podcast. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. So, I was thinking, wouldn't it be good if we could go back in time and make some edits to our lives and then fast forward again from a financial perspective? And I was thinking, You know, what if I had have saved and invested, say, $50 a month from the age of 18 to now? I'm not revealing my age. I'm not going to tell you how many years that is. (laughs) Um, I would be so much better off financially, and I probably wouldn't really have missed $50 a month, and the sacrifice would now, in my future self, would have been worth it. Um, So I thought I'd make a really good podcast and hopefully a little bit of fun too to talk about some of the financial tips that we wish we could have given ourselves at 18. So, Danielle, what was you doing at 18?
1: Well, I found this one, this is sort of an interesting space for me, Kels, because at 18, I actually started working in financial planning. So, that's how my my career has been financial planning. Um, And without giving my age away, that was 15 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, the... There's definitely some parallels that I can draw to the learnings that I had in my early lifetime, but there's always things that you can go back and, and wish that you had done differently, particularly when it comes to saving money or spending money or or just habits around it. Um,
0: so but, at 18, you was pretty sensible then.
1: Yeah, I have been. Financially. A, financially, I've been yeah pr- pretty sensible this, this whole space of time. Um, and that's not, that's not to say that, um, you know, that you have to be so controlled with things too, though. Maybe one of the tips w- that I would have given my 18-year-old self was to loosen up a little bit more and, and do more of the things that I loved as well. So, you know, we, we, mm. uh, we have, um, my husband and I, we've also always been very good at, at doing the things that, that we, we love and enjoy, but we probably could have done more of that um, yeah, and, so and you're, still you're doing it okay.
0: a, a bit in reverse though. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 So what about you, Kelsey? Tell tell me a little bit about 18-year-old Kelsey.
0: 18, 18-year-old Kelsey was not as sensible as 18-year-old <laughs> <laughs> Um, But I was heading off to university and I'd moved to a new city to do that in Leicester in the UK. And I was enjoying the partying and the socialising that came with the first year of being a, on-campus student. Um, but I was working and I went and got a job straight away at HSBC. Most people are familiar with, with the bank. Um, and that was because you could work evenings. So I was studying full-time um, and then I could work from five in the afternoon until nine p.m. at night and pick up overtimes, um overtime at the weekends. And really, that, that that job role was spending my time calling the bank's private clients to arrange meetings with their financial advisor. So Kind of really early on, I was heading down that track. It was of interest to me. Um, and I'd already met my partner, Ben. Um, I was living in shared accommodation at the time and living off student grants. So, financially, it was more about um, being able to fund my living costs, make it through uni um, and have fun. Mm. So, you know, I probably wasn't as sensible because it was all quite serious quite soon, yeah, I felt. So I needed to spend a little bit too to feel like I was still um, not in that phase of life where it got too serious, if that makes sense. Um, so, And, and I, I like nice things, <laughs> <laughs> particularly clothes. That was my, uh, that was my uh, b- b- bit of a um, guilty pleasure. Um, and sometimes that might come at the cost of, you know, maybe I had 20p noodles, but I still got my nice outfit. So I think... Hey,
1: hey, what is that? 20p, 20 pence. Oh, okay. You, you, say, <laughs> you say things at times and I just, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, Even like if I revert back to UK. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Even when you said Leicester, um, I've seen the name and I've always said Leicester. <laughs> oh no, really?
0: Yes. Okay, no, it's Leicester. Yeah, yeah. And I say my T in Leicester actually, funny enough. I know we joke
1: about me not saying my T's, but lester it actually comes out in that word it does it does
0: um so yeah look i think um i definitely could have done with some tips at that point in time but it depends on where you're at in your life as well you're going to make it work for you but i definitely could have been a bit more sensible and i think that's why when i was reflecting and i went fifty dollars a month yeah i wouldn't have i wouldn't have missed it i should have done that yeah and been a little bit more disciplined understanding that you know money doesn't grow on trees and um the earlier that you start, the better it works out for you long term,
1: yeah, yeah, and we talk a lot on our other podcasts about um, financial literacy around and education around these areas. and I think my um learnings in money came very early on, um, you know, and everybody has them, right? so you've got mm-hmm. these these templates that are set up really early in your in your lifetime, and for myself, um we didn't have money growing up. Um, but my, my mother was always really good at uh, explaining that you have to put something aside. So it doesn't matter if you're earning a million dollars or if you're earning $10,000, mm. there has to be a portion of that that you're putting away for a rainy day. So uh, when I left school, I was lucky enough that I could go and buy a secondhand car because you know, I had already put aside these funds for that. Um, and that delayed gratification comes out really strong when you have those, those foundations in your early years. Um, and so, you know, those, those tips to early me were, were along the lines of, well, what have, what has been successful that I've seen Mm. and how can I replicate some of that? Um, and then how do you, how do you then go and build on that? And, and that's where I think my natural thirst for knowledge in this area, uh, was founded in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, that's that's fantastic and it serves you well in your lifetime and i think if you don't have money and i think we spoke about this previously so it's a bit of a rehash on what we spoke about in another podcast it's those attachments that you have with it that can end up determining the behavior so let's say both of us grew up with with not much money go two ways you can either save it and hold on to it and cherish it and you know want to put everything away for the future be really sensible about it um or you can go wow I've got money now, so I'm going to have all these nice things that I want and spend and not really think about it. And I think sometimes that's the benefit of the advisor as well to really challenge that thought process, but you've really got to look within yourself and uh, go, you know, what are my values and my priorities here? And I think that's hard to do at 18, right?
1: Mm, mm, Absolutely it is, yeah, yeah.
0: So financial tips, thinking about going back to your 18-year-old self can be quite difficult because everyone's situation is different. Some people might still be living at home with parents, for instance. You know, A lot of people are in that space you know, if you're not going to uni, etc. cetera. Um, so my tips would be use that as an opportunity to save as much as possible because it's a really rare opportunity that you may not get again in your lifetime um, should your parents be able to assist you on that journey too, to save as much as possible. Um, mm. because I think it can be really easy. You know, it, let's say you're being charged minimal rent to live at home um, and then you're earning money and you're working to go, well, this is great. I've got even more money that I can spend. Um, but yeah, just make sure that you're putting some away early on.
1: Mm. And, and, and it's definitely the right time to, do, to, to be doing that, like you say, because it's not easy in the current climate in particular once you have moved out of home. We, we know the financial pressures that people have mm. um, even just to pay, pay for rent in the, in the current current climate right. um so it's definitely a unique opportunity when you don't have those big overheads there yeah yeah
0: and even let's say it works in reverse reverse that um you do have financial support so you know you might be studying and living at home and your your family is supporting that financially for you in some ways a financial tip is still go out there and work and that might be voluntary work it might be you know just go and work for a couple of hours on a saturday somewhere and it won't necessarily be about the money now but starting early to get experience in the workforce and getting all these different skills that you know you may not think will be important in the future because that's not going to be your career choice um, are still really really important so I think that's still a financial tip to go out and get that experience.
1: Yeah yeah Th- there's one that um, that I've reflected on so again it's it's um, it's easier for to reflect when you go well I, I was lucky enough that at, at age 18 I knew what I what I wanted and it, it happened to be Getting more financial literacy. Um, but one of the things that I think has set us up really, really well is um, going and getting insurances early. Um, so that would probably be a tip to my, my peer group at that point in time is that when you're young and you're healthy and you're fit, um, going and getting insurances so that if you do have a loss of income situation, you know, your income protection and a bit of life insurance or trauma insurances, TPD insurance, um, that's, that can be really valuable because the cost of living does increase so much over time and um, so too do insurance premiums. Um, but if you get them in place early and think about things like those, those level premiums as well um, it sets you ahead of the the curve rather than coming in your 30s or your 40s even um, and the affordability factor kind of goes away at that stage.
0: Yeah that's a great tip to and you know you don't have to fund your um, insurance premiums necessarily from y- your cash flow so you don't need to be earning a great deal of money to be able to to do that you can also fund it via your superannuation as well so if that's if, that, if that's going to be a barrier there's different ways
1: that you can go about it to make sure that you've got cover right yeah that's exactly right exactly and I did at that stage I did actually have some insurance that was funded by super for that exact reason to go actually no I know now that I need this um and it's something I should have but I don't have the cash flow right now so I'm going to put some of it in my superannuation but 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 then understanding you know what what's the best type of cover to be putting into super as well yeah yeah
0: yeah so another tip then at 18 avoid debt and probably by this, it depends on your circumstances again and what type of debt. I'm probably more of referring to credit card
1: debt. Because well, I nasty, feel like, Nasty, debt. Yeah. yeah the 20, 20 plus percent debt. Yep. Yeah,
0: as soon as you turn 18, the banks just are all over you offering you credit cards. Um, and I think people can really dive themselves into a bit of a hole. You know, and it's not just credit cards, it's the zip pay the afterpay all of those sorts of things yeah, it's probably a big one for
1: now now it's just very easy isn't it you know it, it, it's it's very fashionable to be having those afterpay kind of um debts in place uh, and that doesn't really help you understand what it is that you're actually spending and committing to and and it can compound those issues yeah and uh I think um, so. I love the I love the idea that you know you've got to be really smart with with credit cards and and those those uh, personal loans and those kinds of things in in early de- early years. It's great to get an understanding about what it actually does for you. So what debt is good debt? What debt's bad debt? How how can I make sure that I set in place some smart spending at uh, some smart um techniques than to actually use debt when i have to because you know when when you're young and you're starting out and you need to go and get a car maybe you do need to get a car loan um to fill some of that so um pr- the tip in that space would be m- testing out how much you actually have to pay and making sure that that was already built in so you spoke a, a bit about saving money um that's great force s- forced uh Understanding then of if I've got these extra funds, I know that I can then commit some of those funds to to debt that I might have, so if I've had to take something out on on a debt payment, yeah,
0: and I think you know that comes back to starting those good habits early on. Um, you know once you do start working, maybe go. I'm going to set aside 30% of my salary towards these other goals that I have. Um, I'm not going to stretch myself with the loans that I take on. You know, maybe you can afford that really expensive car and you'll get that loan approval, um, but you will be stretching yourself and, you know, what will it be taken away from? So it's about understanding what are the good habits that I can create now and get them in
1: place so it becomes easier for me long term. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these are great reflection points, Kelsey. Yeah, again, thinking thinking back, you're testing me now because I'm thinking thinking about what would I have given as a tip to myself. Um, and I don't think that I recognised that I was doing these kinds of things at that stage. But now, now it makes sense. You know, investing in yourself is probably another another key because um, if I wanted to follow the letter of the of the book in terms of earn my money and save my money I I wouldn't be investing in myself but the reality is that I'm going to be the biggest income producing asset um, that I've got because my ability to earn income over my lifetime is is huge um, and that's going to support me so definitely I think investing in yourself in whatever way you can, whether that's education and training and tickets and, um, and just courses and, and, and experiences even, you know, for, for some, it might just be actually gaining life experiences at that point in time. Um, volunteering, all of that. I think that's a real, a real tip is, is making sure that you're spending on those things that are going to better you as a person and and get you further and, and give you your successes.
0: Yeah. I think it's really important to test the waters at that age, right? When you're thinking, well, this is, this is the career I think I want to go into. And as we know, as we go through life, most people do change their careers. I think it's three times in their life, most people. Um, you know. So test the waters. If you're out there you know, and you're working in the industry somewhat, you know, maximise that as much as possible. You know, Network, um, go to industry events or whatever that may be relevant to your industry to just absorb as much as possible. Um, to really you know, reinvest back in yourself and say yes to opportunities the much the more that you can say yes to at a, an early age will set you up for the future
1: definitely I think those are really great tips yeah
0: I think it's hard though right because when you're at that age it's really hard to connect with your future self and even even as you go through life it's still hard people can get you know very close to retirement and still not be able to connect with their future self that, that doesn't work, for example. And there's a lot of work um, done by a psychologist, Hal Hirschfield, um, how he explores connecting, the future with your, um, connecting with your future self can improve your life if you can find a way of doing that and it can help you achieve those goals and the hopes that you do have for your future. Um, so I think the more that we can think about our future selves in everyday life and early on is great. So look, I think, Tanil, you're a really good example of that around, you know, when Hal talks about connecting with your future self, because you was clearly able to do that from a, a really young age. What do you think it was that allowed you to really see your future self to get those good financial habits?
1: Mm, that's a, that's a really hard question. I don't think that I have thought that through before. Um, I, I guess I, I've. I have always been future focused um, and I think it's understanding that in yourself, which is something that's a good challenge point for people, right? Because for me, I've always been future focused. So a, a career in financial planning works really, really nicely because it's all about setting in place goals, get a strategy of how to get there. Um, that's, that's come very naturally to me. So then I would seek out information that would allow me to get closer to the end state that I want to get to, so the future self you're talking about. Um, I don't think that everybody works in that way though. There's there's a lot of people that are, are much better at being in the now, um, and I also think that that's a great challenge as as people to understand that my, like I was speaking about earlier, my one of my weaknesses is living more in the now. So over time, the the knowledge that I've gained in in finance and in life in general is um, leading me to understand that there's some really good habits financially that you can put in place to not only have to think about that future state, but to allow yourself to live in the now and enjoy the moment along the way too and I think that's what's what we do that is so important for our clients is understand that true wealth is not a combination it's not just one thing it's not just just putting everything away for the future for when I eventually want to retire and eventually want to get the, get to that overseas holiday but making sure that I enjoy the journey along the way too. I don't know that I answered fully your your question no, I there. Think,
0: I think you did. I think you did and I think that's a large part of what we do in our everyday jobs when we're speaking to our clients to really try and get to the core of how are you going to live uh, a happy life, of, mm. and a fulfilling life. And, you know, sometimes always thinking about your future self means that you are taken away from the now. Yeah, You're, you're mm. absolutely right. Um, but, you know... Everybody has different priorities that, you know, will benefit you in the future. Whereas those like me, who, you know, my decision to go into financial planning was because I'd, I'd seen my future. I knew where I wanted to get to. I knew what life and lifestyle I wanted to create. And I got to a point where I realised this isn't working. What I'm doing is I'm living too much in the now. This mm-hmm. isn't working. I need to understand this better if I want to have a better future, mm. so you know, and there's, there's pros and cons with each type of approach, and this is why the world that we live in is beautiful because everybody's different, um but there's no right and wrong for each person, yeah, yeah, and I think it's just about creating the awareness of these are your options, these are the things that can work well, and everybody's got a unique situation,
1: yeah, and there's no it's always knowing those trade offs, isn't it, so understanding. Mm-hmm. The fear that you you bring when you're making those decisions and um and challenging yourself to kind of go I if I'm if I'm used to living in, a fut- in thinking future state or I'm used to living in a in a current state how how can I just challenge myself a little so that I'm either putting away for the future if I haven't previously or living a bit more in the now if I'm not currently
0: yeah exactly right and it, it may be a little bit more balanced so um not having a, you know sambuka shots five days a week and, go out and, <laughs> in and maybe just doing it once a week
1: <laughs> and
0: you'll get your fifty dollars a month that you can put away
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love that tip
0: <laughs> we've given you a little bit of insight um, as to how we've you know perhaps good or bad handled our finances i guess in in the future um, but thank you for tuning in again hopefully you found this uh useful and and interesting today um please make sure that you like share and
1: subscribe to our channel as we keep bringing you more content the opinions of the presenters are objectively ascertainable and are not intended to be financial product or personal advice.